The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback. Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. Go! Go! Dallas Cowboys! Yeah! It is a Victory Monday edition of Talking Cowboys presented by Tostitos, the official chip and the official dip of the Dallas Cowboys as we are live from the SWBC studios at the Star in Frisco following a 35-29 instant classic win over the Dallas Cowboys, or excuse me, the Dallas Cowboys over the New England Patriots. <laughs> we beat ourselves, really. We literally. Almost we literally did. almost did, for a, sure. Yeah, there were a lot of penalties in that ball game, and we'll cer- certainly get to that. But first... Guys, uh, it's a little different not being the first show to go on Victory right. Monday. Yeah, it's a little bit different. We're going a, right. in the afternoon, for those of you who listen later on. But normally we go at 9 a.m. So, guys, now that the heart rate has settled even a little bit, Heckma, uh, how are we feeling after last night? Man, I feel wonderful. I, I feel great. I, it's uh, Especially when it, ugly win, win nonetheless. We tried to do everything to lose it. <laughs> uh, but sometimes... Even you can't get in the way, especially when you operate in grace. You know something about operating in grace. Sometimes, man, you could just get through it. And I don't want to say too big to fail, but sometimes you're too explosive to fail. And when we needed a play to be made, we made the plays. Shout out to Cedric Wilson. Wow. Shout out to Ced. Man, what a, what a game, though. What a game from the first quarter all the way through overtime, man. I don't know if I've seen – there's been a lot of great games in the NFL this year, but that one right there, that took the cake. Yeah, no, that was a heck of a ball game. Um, <clears throat> proud of the guys for battling through all the different forms of adversity. Uh, obviously, they had the element and the environment that they were in. Then you throw the referees in there um, for their contributions <laughs> to the challenges. <laughs> very uh, true. And then, um, you know, obviously bad, bad plays, injuries – all those things, and they, they they found a way to overcome all those things. Um, not with the guys that you would expect, right? Necessarily, not thinking about with the guys you would necessarily expect. And that's the thing with this team. Um, you know that that guy who's behind that other guy, he can ball too. Um, and, and teams are having to fear not only just those premier guys, but also everybody else has to be respected on this roster. Yeah, I think this is a game where offensively you showed your depth a little yeah. bit because you mentioned it. Some of the guys who made the play, sure, Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, they, they made some of the big plays when you needed it. But it was Ty Secchi coming in and yep. filling in on a touchdown drive for Tyron Smith, who was out for a little bit of time there. Ty Secchi came in and it's played big. really well yeah. uh, in the, the limited time, limited, limited action that he saw. It was Cedric Wilson with the miraculous elevating grab on fourth down and four that saves the ball game and it allows you to, to go downfield and, and, and make this a ball game. So it was. It was some of the unsung heroes in this and game. And you also got to say Noah Brown. Noah Brown. Noah Brown had a first down catch where he got blasted. Yeah, he did. And he held 
on to the rock. So, I mean, I think our in using the the basketball analogy, our six man showed up, mm-hmm. and everybody that <laughs> needed to come in. You point out Ty Naseki. I think everybody was collectively holding their breath about Tyron Smith going to the locker room. Didn't know even coming in with the neck because questionable. There were game time decisions there, but. Man, 79, he stepped up. He did a really good job in that time. But fortunately, Smith was able to come back into the game. We asked Nate Newton on the pregame show, if Tyron Smith does not go the full game, do you have faith in the Cowboys' tackle depth? And his answer, no. (laughs) Pretty much, I mean, he was pretty adamant. No, I do not have faith at all. Put his fist to the to the table uh, to really talk about it. And Ty Insecki proved everybody wrong and had a, a, a solid showing. And it proved to to pay dividends. Even Greg Zerline, after missing the 51-yarder, True. which was bad, and certainly that's a, a coaching decision I think that would have been questioned more if it would have been a loss then the craziness ensued afterwards right. uh but then he comes back and he hits a 49 yarder on the road in New England to tie the ball game and to send it into OT to allow your team to 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 make some plays so lots of guys offensively that that stepped up but defensively it was your guys who made plays Randy Gregory forcing a fumble in a strip sack of Mac Jones it was Trayvon Diggs with the pick six uh, how does he do that again what did you guys think defensively of what how the Cowboys stood up on that side of the ball? I feel like overall it was okay. Um, obviously, late, later on in the game, they let allow some things to happen that they shouldn't have and that they obviously want to circle and highlight and bring it back. Um, but I think for one of the few times this year, you know, obviously when you think about special teams, you think about them being on defense as well. That third of the game kind of being the two, you know, the, the one half of the game, if you per se, depending on how you look at it. And you got guys like Luke Gifford. Right, stepping up and making huge plays—that was huge. Yeah, huge. Um, You know, so I think you could throw throw his name in the hat in terms of the defensive playmakers um, in this game. But you know, I think they did they did well overall. Uh, They they add some pressure to to Mac Jones. We knew that he was not a guy that you could just pressure and he just folds underneath that. Um, Obviously, he he his his maneuverability in the pocket was amazing. The plays that he that that Gregory had against him. Obviously, I don't care what human being was back there; they would have got their soul taken from them. Um, And then you know. For his for for Mac Jones, you know, respect to him for bouncing back after the after the interception. He came right back at him, right right back at Diggs. Um, you know, but those guys, those are plays that you learn from. You know, Diggs. You know, obviously, I don't know what happened there communication wise. Looks like Kizzy was out of a position, but those are things that that you highlight and say, hey, we overcame this. Um, we did a great job overall. But these are things that we can even tidy up even a little bit more as we go further on and down the road. This is really the first time I think in a win the Cowboys. You could really get after the way they they didn't execute on a couple of occasions. Like this was a sloppy win, even in the game against the Chargers, where you won by three and you had the field goal late from Zerline to win it. You still felt really good about how you were able to play. Mm. I didn't feel good about how the Cowboys played yesterday. I mean, the penalties were certainly yeah, huge. Enough. I mean, kept backing yourself up. You can't afford to go on the road and make that many mistakes, especially when Bill Belichick is on a headset in the opposite sideline. And somehow the Cowboys were able to pull it out. What was your biggest concern throughout the game, though, Heckma? Because there were a couple different ways you could you could point at it, but hopefully it's nothing that could linger into the bye week and then the rest of the year. Yeah, I think we talked about what our concerns would be going into the game, knowing that Belichick is he would have these guys coached up 
for this game. The mistakes that we made, all of those things are something that you definitely frown at, but you love the resiliency from your team to pull away, even though they made every mistake in the book, 150 yards and penalties, even on that final drive. You know, to get to overtime, we were committing penalties. But I loved, uh, when we just switching back to the defense, the chess game between McDaniels and Quinn. Like, these guys were going at it, and Josh McDaniels is still top-tier offensive coordinator in this league, and he had some things ready for the Cowboys. Got to understand, man, these people, everyone's gotten an opportunity to look at what Quinn is doing and evaluate and We talked about the history that these guys have between each other, and it was front and center because of some of the mistakes and miscues that we had on defense. I think, you know, look, we held them in check uh, yardage-wise other than that 75-yard bomb from Bourne, and like, I don't want to make any mistakes for Kazee there because he took a bad angle. It was horrible. But we got to think about he is the same player that got a personal foul. Uh, I believe it was the New it was either New York or against Carolina. It was last week against yeah. New York. So he had, hit a personal foul. And I'm thinking the, the angle that he took, because he obviously saw that, that he saw it. <laughs> Everybody that's looking at it, there's two things that can happen. Back when you were playing, that was a medicine ball. You were running straight into the safety. He was either going to knock you out or he's going to intercept that ball. He didn't either. And so I don't know if that was in his mind, the reason why he took the the angle again. I don't want to give him an excuse, but for me, for a free safety to take that bad an angle on a play that – Obviously, you know you can either get the, knock the ball away from this guy or get an interception. It was a horrible angle by Cassie. Yeah, I mean, I think it was bad play by him and Diggs on that on that play. I think that was the same exact type of play that the interception that Diggs got last week um, against was it Gannon? Uh, who, who remind me who was the quarterback? Yeah, it was Gannon. It was, Gannon. Yeah, the, the pass that Gannon we had a you know we had a nice little, little debate debate about that last week. I think that was the same type of play. He tried to undercut it. He tried to go for the big play, and unfortunately, this wasn't Gannon. This was Mac Jones. Who By the way, it's ball. Glennon. 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 Mike Thank Glennon. You. Thank you. I knew I was off. You're um, good. Um, but yeah, this was this ball was on on, on the money. So uh, obviously, last week it worked to Diggs in his favor. This week it did not. Um, but you know, those are plays that they'll again they'll sure up. Those are you know you can see Diggs running, chasing them down like he should, giving 100 percent effort. Um, unlike last year, uh, other guys that chose not to give 100 percent effort. Um, <laughs> but you know, those are things that, that those are that's communication. And you can see him running, looking back, like, man, what the heck was that? And I think they were both in the wrong. Um, I think they'll both come to the table today, watch the film, and be like, all right, man, all right, going forward, when we see this look, let's do this. Let's communicate this way. Let's play it safe here or, you know, whatever it may be. They'll, they'll work it out. You need those plays. If those plays don't happen, then the, the mistake that you saw last night will happen in the playoffs, and that's not when you want it to happen for oh, the first time. No. Yeah, it's a learning moment. And yeah. you need these types of games to build upon for a team if you want to to get to the next level you want to make a run in the playoffs you need games like this where it's a ruckus atmosphere you're on the road you've got a great coach on the opposite sideline because you don't go up against poor teams in the playoffs that just doesn't happen so moments like that not this year that's true Jesus. yeah there's a lot of teams out there right this now NFC is strong they are very strong but that's the thing is is moments like that are where this Cowboys team is going to look back on week 17, 18, heading into the playoffs, yeah. and then look back and say, that was a moment we learned something. Yep. And, and Trayvon Diggs, he's that type of player. Trayvon Diggs, you can take with the interceptions what you want. He has mm-hmm. seven picks in six games. Crazy. That's historic. Yeah. Unbelievable. But he's going to give up plays because he's aggressive. Yep. He's going to give up the big play, the 75-yarder. And I, and I think that, I mean, if I just looking from the outside, not knowing what the coverage exactly was, not knowing what their responsibilities were in the meeting room, if I'm looking at it from the outside, understanding what I do know about football is it looked like 
Diggs is like, you know I'm going to be aggressive, and I need you to back me up just in case I don't get He needs that help. I need that help, right? Give me that extra help so I, cause I, so that I can play aggressive. I need you to be a true, a real safety. Be a yeah. safety and, and, and be the last line of defense so I can go out there and take, my, take a high risk, high, high reward, or – High risk, you know. No, no biscuit. No biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's, and that's so true. Like you said, man, with what you know about football and just understanding from that perspective, whatever coverage you're in, I got a man in, in the hole behind me so I can play aggressive underneath and I can cut underneath that. And you could tell even when the ball was released, he's like, oh, he got this. Yep. You know, it, and although he's come back and taken the responsibility and said, yo, that was on me, that's just a pro being a pro Absolutely. in a situation like that, not throwing your other guy up under, under the, bus. the bus. But, man, come on, even you can see that. Yeah. <laughs> you can see there's definitely an error of miscommunication mm-hmm. coverage. And that communication and that camaraderie on the backside of the defense is, uh, once again, it's a credit to Dan Quinn because this is this one stuck out because there hasn't been that much miscommunication on the defense yeah. throughout the first five weeks of the year, six weeks of the year now. You haven't seen a whole lot of that. Well, you come against a guru that can make you do things like that. And, again, we have to talk about the Patriots and what they did and give them the respect that they earned from us because I I believe everybody sees that Mac Jones is going to be a somebody in this league. He had some some damn good throws. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, obviously, that that first touchdown, we left them in uh, favorable field position and all of that. But, still, they had some some, uh, drives on us. And uh, defensively, you, you look at what Randy Gregory did, but you also go back and see, hey, man, they had a, they had a 101-yard uh, rusher against us, so they did have some success running as well. And if you could take this 75-yard touchdown out, we would have held them to about, right at about 150 yards total passing. So that's mm-hmm. not something that you just you know explode about, but yeah. at the same time, mm-hmm. if you can play efficiently, not turn the ball over and do all the correct things, you can win an ugly game like that if you're the Patriots, but they just came up against a buzzsaw. Yeah, and that offense is is nuts. We'll talk about the offense in the next segment. But sticking defensively, you brought up Damian Harris with the first triple-digit rusher against the Cowboys defense this season. Are we worried about the run defense just because of this game? Because it looked like drive after drive, that was where the success lied for New England. It looked like they were able to get a push-up front, able to out-physical the front seven. Now, I know they're missing a couple of guys there, but is that something to look at moving forward? No, <clears throat> no this, that's the strength of their team. And we talked about that. You know what I mean? They went 13 personnel that entire first drive. Yeah, they did. 13 personnel. They went <laughs> through three tight ends <laughs> for the entire first drive and just said, we're bigger than you, we're stronger than you. That's something that we have to take, you know, we got to take to heart. And obviously, you just mentioned we're missing some pieces there. But those are, that's, teams are, teams are going to look at that. Teams are going to look at that and be like, "We can bulldog these boys from time to time," you know. And obviously, they're going to they're going to they're going to bite back. But if we have one advantage against the Cowboys, it's on the ground game. And let's go ahead and just 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 put the big boy helmet on and we're going forward, juggernaut style. I think that we can expect to see more of that in the future. Um, but it's not something to worry about. It's just something that you have, again you learn you learn from it, right? You circle it on the film. You put the little laser on it. And you say, "See this right here? Let's not let this happen again. This is how we're going to address it." And then you go out there and you can, you make sure that you capitalize on it next week. Now I'm curious, you know, being that obviously you being a former player and knowing that the NFC has the player the the teams in it the way yeah. that they do after this going into the bye matching up all of the teams in the NFC mm-hmm. where do you see the Cowboys right now I want to I'm looking forward to the Arizona game I can tell you that um I think you know when you think about the NFC I think you automatically think Tampa Bay 
you think Dallas, you think Arizona, and you think the Rams. Rams, yeah. Those are the four teams. that You can throw the Packers in there, too, I think. I don't think the Packers have the firepower to really? do it. Really? Yeah, I mean, I think they have the leader to make it happen, but I don't think they have I'm not I don't I don't fear the Packers as if I fear outside the other of team. Adams and <clears throat> Rodgers, you don't think the personnel stands up. I don't. I Which don't. I would agree with yeah, that. Point. I don't. I think that Aaron Rodgers is always a threat and if the game's close, you that's not the dude that you want to be going against. But I think that that's a team that you can get up on and and expand your lead versus those those other three teams that I mentioned. We already faced Tampa, right? We faced Tampa already. We know what they're fully capable of with a stacked roster and only going going to get better. Um and then you have the Rams that, that Matthew Stafford is figuring out his personnel and those guys are rolling and their defense is playing well too. Mm-hmm. And then you got Arizona who's playing lights out, obviously. <clears throat> and you have to look at them as probably the most between us, Arizona and uh Kansas City, <clears throat> even with sorry y'all. Even with Kansas City's um, woes they've had early on, they're only going to get stronger because they're. Um, not, no, what am I saying? Not Arizona. I'm thinking about Kansas City. Uh, Arizona. They're going to get stronger because they just picked up who? Yeah, right. Tight end. Yep. They just got Zach Ertz, so they're not even mm-hmm. at full capacity yet. So now they have AJ Green, who's looking AJ Green ish. They have B Hop on the outside, and now they put Zach Ertz in there, and then they got Connor, and then they got a Kyler Murray running around. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. So I mean, I look at the. I don't know where we fit. In there, but I would love to see those matchups. Yeah, I, and that's where what I'm thinking about right now, and just our comparison. And I can't wait to get to that uh, Cardinals game as well. But I think if you're watching us from the outside looking in, you're just as impressed and yep. you're just as timid about facing us because you recognize oh, yeah. we can hit you from every angle. Absolutely. And I don't even think we've even seen the full arsenal of what you haven't seen the no. full potential of this offense yet. No. Dak Prescott is. Balling, and, and it's a lot of people that are questioning how he ranks as far as the rest of the league and quarterbacks. There's no way that you can't put him in the top five right now. There's no way, and no. everything is debatable. And they, oh well, t- you know, uh, Tom Brady this, Aaron Rodgers that. But let's talk about the numbers because that's what it's all going to be predicated off of. And based off of that completion percentage and his yardage, I mean, to hang the numbers that he put on Belichick, and when they said Belichick has never had that many yards placed on him by any quarterback bruh that's where you got to back up and say kudos to that and he his the consideration for him being mvp they have to start saying it and putting some respect on his name right now you know what you know what i'm worried about the only thing i'm worried about this really is the only thing i'm worried about i'm not worried about guys getting hurt and us having you know guys that can back them up i'm worried about when we get our full team back when everybody's back when gala's back gallimore's back d law trisha hill all those guys when everybody's back do our guys that are making plays right now, our, our quote-unquote second-string guys, do they back down and kind of go back into that mindset of, oh, I'm a second-tier guy? Or do, you, do they step up and say, I'm still that dude regardless of when I come into the game? That's crucial. That's my biggest worry right now or, or, or area of concern because that's a real thing. There are guys that when they're in a position to say, hey, you're that dude right now and we need you to be that dude, and they go out there and ball out. But as soon as the big dog comes back, yeah. a lot of guys kind of go back into their house, and I don't want to see that. Luckily, you don't have that problem with the quarterback position. No. You have Dak Prescott there, and and sure, that is a, that's a huge concern. And I think that's something that we should talk about maybe next week yeah, at some yeah. point. I, we could do a whole show on that mindset, which actually I think would be a great show. But I want to go back to the, the stat you threw out a second ago. Most passing yards in a win versus Bill Belichick all time. Kurt Warner was second, 401. Peyton Manning with 400 even. Warren Moon at 399. That's my dude. Now sitting atop the list, Dak Prescott with 445. That's some pretty 
Pretty good company That's awesome. in terms of quarterbacks. and Damn good company. Yeah, and he put it out by 44 yards. I mean, he was 44 <laughs> yards over that second place. Dog. Kurt Warner, who's awesome. a Hall of Famer, he's got a gold jacket. So All those guys are yeah. Hall of Famers. Uh, let's talk about Dak Prescott a little bit more when we come back <laughs> on the other side of the break. Is Dak's injury a concern, a cap strain on the final play? We'll talk about it when we come back on Talking Cowboys. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizol for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. Back to Talking Cowboys. It is a great people, great play replay. You have heard that... Jason Witten has gone off and joined the Caliber Collision team. If you want to join him to do great work with great people for great pay, you can apply now at jobsatcaliber.com. That's jobsatcaliber.com. Go make that bread with that, Caliber that Collision. Grill a scratch. Mm-hmm. Along with Isaiah Stanbank, Heck Harrison, I'm Kyle Yeomans. No Rob Phillips today. So Rob P. It's unfortunate. Rob P. Island is currently <laughs> stuck on island. Stuck on the island. <laughs> Truly, <laughs> not. It's not a Danny McRae Island either. It's not Survivor. He's he's stuck in Boston trying to get back home, and we will have him later. We call this, week. this a travel day. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's a nice little travel day for Rob P. He was up there doing great work. Had a sideline hit on the pregame show. He was awesome. He's doing a great job on the sideline, too. He really is. Yeah. I, I think he's done a great job. It, are we surprised? No, man. Exactly. Suited and booted and everything. Mm-hmm. He had the tie game yeah, working. Tie game. Yeah. Yeah. I think he actually made Nick's, the, Nick at night had to step his tie game yes, out. He, he, he was all suited and booted, too. I said, uh-huh. okay, both yeah, of these boys. Look, they both looked fresh yesterday mm. on, the, on the pregame show. Speaking of suited and booted, let's talk about the boot. Mm. You like that? How about... Dak Prescott showing up to the press conference yesterday in a walking boot, officially a calf strain. 
for QB1, and he had a little bit of a limp to him walking off the plane and, and getting back to Dallas. And, of course, it was sustained on the final play of the game, the 35-yard touchdown pass to CeeDee Lamb to win it. And he said, hey, it hurts a little bit less when you score to win the game and you win on the road like that. It is a bye week. It's a great time for a bye week. Lots of guys with nagging injuries, but Isaiah, with it being a calf strain, is this something that Cowboys fans should keep uh, their eye on, or should they be worried about for Dak? Yeah, definitely, definitely have to keep your eye on it, uh, simply because it's your <laughs> the most valuable player on your team. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, he plays the most important position on your own team, and then number three, it's his right leg, which means that's his leg that he has to actually drive off of. He has to plant it on the on, on the backside of his drop, and then he also has to drive off of that leg to create some kind of velocity with the ball. So definitely, it's an area of concern. Uh, you factor in the fact factor in the the matter that it's a calf. Um, I believe Gallup had a calf, correct? Yeah. Right. And we haven't seen Gallup for some time. Yeah. So since week one. Yeah. So we don't know how dire this is. Obviously, the MRI will tell. Um, But in terms of right now, in terms of seeing him in the boot and seeing him limping, yeah, that's something that you want to have your antennas up for. And um, um, just hopefully it's not that bad. Hopefully, timing wise, he doesn't have to miss anything, especially with this bye week. Yeah. Gallup out since week one with pretty much the same exact injury, a calf strain. He was originally supposed to only be out for three weeks, Mm. got put on IR. He was supposed to come off week four it has since taken a little bit longer now calf strain is is a bad word here at the star and uh, not only you, you talk about Gallup, but also zach martin went out last year with you know pull strain whatever it is mm-hmm. obviously we're not going to know the gist of all of it and nope. and dak said yesterday on the press conference look i'm just gonna let y'all have fun with this boot uh to make it seem as though look it's, it's really nothing they're going to do an mri on it they're going to check on it but the severity of it we'll never know as long as four is on the field i just feel like we have a chance anyway and so for him to be able to make that last play under duress off his back leg it's just picturesque dak and so right now as i as i stated you know, you don't want to win that way, but it was one of those games that you were really happy that the team was resilient enough to come back. Let's talk about the turnovers in the red zone, shall we? Because yeah. that's that's really where you look, where you circle highlight, like you said earlier, and look at some problems that can get you beat when you talk about getting your whole nucleus back together. Because if you Turn the ball over in the red zone like that. It's literally impossible to win a game, and most teams don't. It's you, No one could play error-free or perfect football, but when you do it in your red zone, it's just a little bit more. Uh, it takes the, all of the momentum away from you, and those are basically points that you're taking off of the board. So, you know, Dak played through those, and it seemed like – the sense of urgency, the field generalship that he had the entire game. I mean, he couldn't have orchestrated a better drive than the one to get the field goal at the end. And it, th- those are like the little moments in the game to me that scream MVP when you see him do what he did, especially in overtime. Especially in overtime, man. He was so clutch. It was a gutsy performance. And let's go back to the the red zone. We knew going into that game it was going to be tough to score on the Patriots' defense in the red zone. They were holding opponents to 50% efficiency inside the 20. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's something to, to look at. So going into it, you knew that was going to be a problem. So why was it still a problem to execute? Why can't you get a push up front when you know the physicality is going to come from that front seven? It's going to – it turned into a problem. Just because you know it's going to come don't mean that you can stop it. I mean, those guys are professionals too, and those guys are big. And those boys are heavy, heavy like Chevys around there. You know what I mean? Uh, the <laughs> boys is big up there. big. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, it's tough. I mean, you can acknowledge what their strengths of the opposing teams are all day long, but that doesn't give you the advantage to be able to just go out there and push them out the way. Uh, obviously, I mean, going back to the red zone, really, really the black zone down there on the goal line, uh, third down was a touchdown. But camera Should angles, have been. yeah, camera angles won't show you that, right? So I mean, that's something that the NFL has to continue to improve upon, right? In terms of technology and all that jazz. But it is what it is. So what do you do? You go to fourth down. Now all of a sudden, you have your quarterback trying to jump over the pile. <clears throat> it's not something I've ever liked to do at that position. But some, you know, dire. Situations. And that was a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the third down was a touchdown. Third down was a touchdown. Fourth down was a fumble. Man, I, they look, got the fourth it goes down, back right. to what we've been talking about: the technology that needs to be in the football to show you that that ball has crossed the plane. This is the second time that this has happened to us where we get down in there and Dak sneaks it and the the officials say that he didn't get in. Look, I'm not, I don't want to use them in any way as an excuse. I think if you watched the game, you saw that there were plenty of missed calls, but right there in that situation to me, I think Look, man, he scored. Hands should have been raised. There's no way, especially on any time there's a scorer, they're going to review it anyway. Yep. And so I just didn't understand why we went for it so fast right there. That was the only thing that I, I had a question about. Come on, man, let, give them opportunity to actually look at the review, which we did. Because it was inside two minutes, too, so you couldn't, couldn't challenge. challenge it. So it had to be from the booth. booth. It was yep. the, the whole thought process after the third down. And since it wasn't a scoring play, it's not an automatic review. So you, oh I, I agree God. with you. I think they should have taken more time to say, hey, let's let the guys upstairs make a decision or not, whether to review it. But you're right. They got up to the line, thought they had an advantage to try and catch them off guard with the quick pitch, well, quick, I mean, they, it would quick have reach. Been, it would have had been called a touchdown first right. in order for them to review it. So, well, they could go back and look so, at it. Yeah, I mean, but on, I mean, but if they didn't score on a third, right, which they did, but they didn't call it a touchdown, then there's nothing to review. They're not going to automatically review it, right? Am I right? They can. They That's can. what I was saying. Got you. Okay. It's not automatic. It would take a decision, gotcha. which is why we're questioning why as, as gotcha. quickly they got back up to the line well, of scrimmage. I mean, but again, you know, things happen, man, and lessons learned. I don't think you 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 won't see Dak pulling that move out anytime soon. <laughs> uh, especially with a straight calf. He's probably not taking off taking off the ground at all. But um, you know, you learn from those situations. You know, I remember there's there's still plays to this day that I've had back years ago that still are fresh in my mind simply because they were just that big of a deal at that moment, right? They were just that game, you know, I remember playing back in college against Oklahoma and I fumbled and I'm like, dang, if I didn't fumble, we would have won that game. Luckily, you know, they still won the bit and won the game but he'll still remember that play. How where does this stack up in terms of the gutsy performances from Dak? And he he definitely didn't have as much success as he has in previous weeks in terms of the stats. I mean, yeah, sure, he went for five four forty five. I mean, that's a fantastic <laughs> number. Yeah. But he he was not comfortable throughout the game. A lot of his throws were on the run. Yeah. He had to kind of manufacture a game, and it was a fantastic performance from him. But where do you compare this to what you've seen so far this year? I, I thought he played well. And, again, 51 attempts. 30, I believe it was 36 passes completed. Um, look, they made him uncomfortable in the pocket. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone expected for Belichick to make him change the trajectory of which he was going to launch that ball. They, you talk about the heavy Chevys up front and the way they were pushing the pocket. Credit the offensive line as well for at least allowing Dak to get those throwing lanes. And, man, I, 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 just, I just feel as though we're waiting on – and not nitpicking, this is what we do, but I'm yeah. saying we're waiting on something big to happen to try and critique Dak about. I think that he's – right now, he's playing within the offense. Him and Kellen Moore, they're not pushing anything or pressing. Mm-hmm. You saw him take 
consistently the underneath route uh, with Ezekiel Elliott. So, again, I, I just credit him for not pressing and taking what the defense is giving you. If he's And, again, even with the injury, uh, the, the horrific injury last year, you still see his ability to get out of the pocket on that. Uh, he didn't get the first down, but on that third where he's getting out and he's running. Hey, he had 10 of the 11 that he needed. Exactly. Yeah. And he's, he's sliding in the pocket. He's doing all the things that you want him to do. And, and if there's a play to be made, he is reading the defense perfectly on that play to C.D. Lamb to end the game. Dog, it could, it no. couldn't, he couldn't have executed that play any better. Unless no. he landed right. On his calf. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. That's the only way he probably could have executed that one a little better. No, I think, I mean, I think Dak's playing amazing ball right now. I think he's playing lights out. I think this game was the probably the most impressive game um, to date this year um, by him simply because of what he had to overcome intellectually. Um, Coach Belichick and his staff, they threw everything at him in Didn't terms they? of coverages. There was, there was, I mean, we were in the studio watching it there. I, I'm, of course, I can't help but watch coverages and all that stuff when I'm watching the game. And the stuff that he was facing, there was things that I haven't seen. And I've watched a lot oh, of film. There was one time you, yeah. you openly looked around and was like, Barry, Kyle, Nate, like, <laughs> What, what coverage is this? Yeah, I'm, yeah, we all just kind of like shrugged. Yeah, we were like, I, I don't know what that is. There was some stuff. I mean, he was running invert cover two. He was running double. He was doubling receivers from from defensive end positions, running out underneath. It was a, some amazing stuff. So it's for as for a quarterback to be as successful stat wise as Dak was under those under that you know the, that type of approach from Bill Belichick and staff. That was that's amazing. It was impressive because they took they took away some of his best options. Schultz was double teamed numerous times. Um, CD was double teamed numerous times. How many teams do, do that? Double team the I mean, tight end unless mean, you got Kittle or I mean, Kelsey. They know. I mean, they know where you were going. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, so that's that's the thing, right? So in terms of Bill Belichick taking away what you do best, he knows in the red zone where he's looking. He wants to look inside out, and that's when they actually had that. Um, was it a, what was the play on the seam? Was it? It was an interception. Was it? I can't remember. But anyways, he wanted to go to Schultz, and he threw the ball just outside Schultz on the, on the inside seam. And You're talking think, about the red zone? Yeah, and the red zone. That was in, interception. Yeah, it yeah. was interception, yeah. So that's what forced that because Schultz was double teamed. So things like that, right, that he had to overcome. And, again, those are things that, man, bad ball, bad decision. That was a heck of a, heck of a call by the D coordinator. Circle that. Won't do that again. Right? I've seen it now. <laughs> Just yeah. dial it up, right? It's just just the just one question. It. The one question that I had in watching it, and I saw those exotic coverages that they had, yeah. and it didn't fool Dak, as you just mentioned. I always, I, I was thinking to myself because I've seen Belichick make those in-game adjustments. Why did they stay in man for so long with guys hurt? I mean, just even in overtime, yeah, they well, were later. still willing to live and die yes, in were. man coverage. But it, uh, they started mixing it up, though. So even towards the end of the game, they were still playing man. Even we were, we were um, motioning Zeke out into the to, to the receiver spot and running him all the way across the field. Right there was a time where he got he got Bentley right where he ran him all the way from the right side to the left side, and Bentley just couldn't run with him. Well, the next time they came back and, and Kellen Moore tried to do the same thing, instead of Bentley running all the way with him, they passed it off to the middle linebacker. So as soon as Zeke got to the middle of the field. He passed it off the coverage, and it ended up being an incomplete pass. So there was a lot of things that looked the same, but Belichick was mixing it up in terms of looks. Yeah, but but I'm like just going back to that final play on CD. They were in man. That was that was blown coverage. That was blown coverage. Uh, those guys, that safety had zero awareness in terms of where CD was at. It was a it was a heck of a play uh, play call by Kellen Moore. A heck of a disguise by the by the backfield and by CD. CD came off as if he was going to block, and then as soon as he saw that, he saw that safety low immediately, right? And that's something that we broke down in the post game yep. show. He saw that safety down. That safety was way too close to the line of scrimmage. Bing, right you off got the, the right play. 
Can you run that play, Beam, for yeah. the people at the house? I mean, come uh, on, man. Yeah, I don't know if we got that cut up. Yeah, no, nah, Beam got it. Come on, Chris. I know you got it back there. He didn't but have that much winner? time. Yes, the game winner, please. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Oh, my gosh. She's impressive. This is all yeah, Chris Beam. can't see it from that angle. Can't see it, but look right. at that. House. Yeah, but the safety, if you saw it from the wide angle, the safety was down at about eight yards. Mm-hmm. And he he has zero chance. So as soon as, soon as before he pre-snapped, CD knew. He knew. Yeah, right he was already putting his hand up. So all he had to do was be patient. That's the hardest thing as a receiver. When you know that you have the big play coming, is be patient. Let me sell this block. Let me sell this block. Gotcha. Right? And I'm gone. <laughs> There's nobody on the backside. What would you guys think of CD and, and the way that he played yesterday? This looks like a guy who continues to elevate his ball game, too. Um, I was very I was very impressed by CD's performance. Only thing, and I'm I'm, I'm going to be super critical right now. Everybody is entitled to, to play and, and celebrate how they want to. I just want to see him make the plays and not – not do the you know the uh, the taunting. Ah. I mean, he he's cool with the snotty nose thing. That's cool. Do what you do. Everybody has a thing. <laughs> but like holding the ball up in front of dude's face, waving at him, and like that's the stuff you know, I want to see him mature out of. Uh, hopefully, because it's just they it were takes, giving it him, takes away from me. You they know, were giving him that too, though. You saw yeah. them doing but, but, it. They were doing a lot of that. Back. I mean, but again. Has go, how you go about your business. Right on. Right? How you go about your business. Now, that has nothing to do with him. I'm not taking no shots at him as a man, but I just would prefer to see him make the plays, even if you just smile at the dude and keep it pushing. But like the wave, hold it in front of him. And you heard it after the game. They were going back and forth. He yep. mentioned that. Um, you could tell that they were really bickering at each other. But at the end of the day, just just, just don't do it. You know? Just CD hit him well, with Mil- the. Mills is a Dallas guy, too. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. Huh? He's from Mills Dallas. Is a Dallas Mills guy. Got you. That's what's up. So. I hear you. I mean, and that's just me, though. And everybody's entitled to their own. I'm okay with the wave. I thought the wave was pretty sick actually. The just goodbye, see you later. Did you see the bow at the end of the when he got even, to the sideline and even bowed better. him off? Uh, just saying, dog. I don't, I don't necessarily like the, the strutting into the end zone. I would rather the ball be past the goal line before you celebrate, <laughs> in my own opinion, because I've seen we've it too our, many we've, times. you seen that in Dallas Cowboys Nation? Are you sure? What was that? you seen that in Dallas yeah. Nation? <laughs> I had that play from up top if you guys want it. Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, let's okay, just take a look at it. Just This is this, well, once this again is a game the, winner. This is, from, this is from the Cowboys from uh, the network. Okay? From CBS? Yeah, so here it is. Oh, Safety's up. Boom. Yeah, there you go. The safety went with the tight end. Well, because it, it was Schultz, because he's been doing yeah. that same play Boom. all Look at game. it, caught him. Uh, yeah. uh. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's once again Walk Kellen. Kellen Moore getting in his bag. Yeah, because I Schultz had like what three rollouts like that yeah. to him, and so that safety bit on. Right. Look, yeah. Hey, run it, run it back one more time. Okay. Look, look how tired these here. linebackers are. Look at them. <sighs> yeah. Too bad for them. Should have got them some extra yeah, cardio they in. <laughs> they, need that fat, they need that fat rub seat. You heard? Hey, <laughs> hey. And and Dalton showed five catches, seventy nine yards. I, I I knew he was going to be a factor in this game. Absolutely knew it. That dude. I mean that was that's where they were that's where they were vulnerable in the middle of that. Did you see that, that one catch that he had that was tipped to him? It was the luckiest mm-hmm. bounce that was in that first bounce. in that first quarter. Should have been an INT, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, you asked a question about CD Lamb. I think you have ran from your apartments to the star because of what CD Lamb is, yep. man. And so I don't. I think we've been waiting on this. And I think he's gotten to 100 catches already, the fastest Cowboy to get to 100. I mean, all of that is impressive. So he is what he is, and I think we know that this guy should have had 1,000 yards last season had Dak not gotten hurt. Great point.
Great point. And it's nice to see him elevate and to be able to take over a game when you need it. Yeah, the little snotty nose. I right. love you, Mike. <laughs> All right. Let's take our second break. When we come back here on Talking Cowboys, it's smelly sticker time. We give yeah. our smelly stickers for week six when we come back. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. The Cowboys way. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home on CBS or you're cheering in the Gillette Stadium stands with a Cowboys uniform, you can see every exciting play. You can book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more, Essilor on Talking Cowboys. A victory Monday. That's what it is. That's what it is. Following a 35-29 Cowboys yeah, win yeah. over the New England Patriots. I love this song. It's so vintage. It's so vibrant. No, we balling right now, man. How y'all feel? Y'all feeling like, you know, the road to the to the to SoFi is gonna come through ATT? Are y'all starting to feel like that yet? Or is it too early to jump out the it's cake on thing like that? It's a little early. Okay, I ain't gonna jump. I ain't gonna yeah, don't keep clothes on. Don't book it yet? No. Don't no. Don't book the trip yet, you mean? No. Don't no. do that. Don't do that. Yeah, I don't know about that. Don't do that. I don't do that. We mentioned Stay the course. Stay the course. American Allies. Stay the course. We mentioned the Cardinals game mm-hmm. later in the year, and I do not want to fast forward through this Stay by any means because don't be, don't there's be a that lot. Guy. Don't there's be that a guy. lot that can happen between now and then. Don't do that. Heck. I'm, don't be that guy. But you, you, you got you to <laughs> hey, you, you remember. Hey, you got to remember this. This dude right here was a part of the thirteen and three team. It's true. Stay the course. It, it takes one Stay game. Stay the course. It takes one, one game. Now. We mm-hmm. talked about the Cardinals game, and later on, of course, you, you got an opportunity to 
we'll get an opportunity to see this Cowboys team stand up against at least what at the moment looks like the NFC's best. 6-0, and hard to argue that the Cardinals are the best in the NFC right now, the last remaining undefeated team. That's a perfect spot for a benchmark game. Not the last week of the year, but the next to last week of the year. So I think that's going to that's gonna be the time when if you go down there and you beat them, there's a really good chance that, that you could be <laughs> you turn looking right back pretty good. Again. Yeah, you might turn back around. There's going to be losses along the way. I would be willing to jump out of the cake to say the Cowboys are not going to be Who are gonna lose to, what it, I mean, 16-1. Who are we going to lose to? I'm not saying who we're losing to, but we're not going to be 16-1. and one. That's not happening. And, 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 what's your thoughts on that? Look, I, I, see a few, I see a few games where we may have some pitfalls. I think there's some NFC East games that you maybe have closer competition than you like right Sleep now. Sleepwalk through. Right. I'm, I'm not naive enough to think that. I just feel as though that this team is in a position right now where you see, look, we're stacked. We have right. the depth that we need. And obviously all of this is contingent on health. We have to be healthy at the right positions as well. We can't lose our most important guy who we know we cannot lose, and especially offensive linemen or whatnot. But we were talking about the the someone using Bill Belichick's system or uh, defense against us. Who's capable to do that? I think teams like Minnesota is capable to do that. I think the Cardinals are capable to do that. Yeah, I don't. Other than those teams, I don't know. Oh, the the Saints have it. No, I don't think the Chiefs really. I'm just talking about personnel wise. Mm. Uh who could who could be uh effective Physical. yeah like that. So, I mean again, we none of that bothers us. We've faced a uh, we've faced a Panthers team that thought they could outphysical us and we punched them in the mouth too. You're exactly right. Who is your smelly sticker for? Well, today? my smelly sticker is going to a young man that is playing his life, his heart out right now and came into the year needing to see big things from him and my goodness, is he living up to expectations? Two sacks, a sack strip fumble, and that would be one Randy Gregory. And I'm giving you the banana because you went bananas <laughs> last night, bro. I like it. Oh, Man, that good. sack and, and the, the sack. strip fumble. There you go. Oh, my gosh, that was so nice. Mm. All right, Isaiah. All right. Melly Sticker. So what I'm coming with here, y'all see that right there? What's that? That's a macaroon. Is that a macaroon? Is that a macaroon? Yeah, it's a macaroon. What, what you thought it was? A hamburger? I thought it was a burger. <laughs> <laughs> we calling this a burger. <laughs> we are calling really? this a burger. Really? Maybe, maybe I'm just that hungry. Okay? Dag on it. All right, so listen up here. This is a burger today. You don't okay? even eat meat. <laughs> I don't. Impossible. He doesn't right? know what it looks like. <laughs> I forgot what a burger looks like. I'm vegetarian, y'all. But listen up. This is a burger today. Okay, this fine macaron burger. Burger. Uh, Anyways, I'm giving this. Uh, it's not a 40 burger. It's a 400 burger. Oh. you see what I did there? I it's see. It's a 400 what you burger. Did there. Uh, this is going to the man Dak because Dak is playing lights out, and after overcoming that challenge yesterday in the form of Bill Belichick, you deserve a nice little double burger. A little double macaroon burger. Macaroon burger. <laughs> did you scratch his? It smells oh like a burger. God. I did not. It's, <laughs> it does smell like a burger. Dog. Gets that water burger smell. <laughs> Yeah, not not the macaroon. That's funny. I'm looking at it now. Doesn't it look is, like a burger? It does not look like a Come burger. Come on, Kyle. Has it been no. that long since I've had a burger? <laughs> Probably. It's been that Probably. long. All right. Uh, I've got a little strawberry. I don't really know a good pun, but... Oh, got it. 
Oh, oh the light came my, on. You see that? My smelly sticker goes to Trayvon Diggs because he's just picking everybody off like you would pick a strawberry off a tree. Uh, oh, wow, wow. Or off the vine or whatever bars. They, they grow I off of. Bars. That one. Yeah, they're picking strawberries, wow. picking who would, off. Who would pee? Who would pee? Trayvon Look. Diggs. He probably would pick Trayvon Diggs. I texted him. I think he is currently on the plane. Oh. So we will have to wait for Rob P's tomorrow. smelly sticker. We'll get it all. Actually, well, we're not together we're tomorrow. Not tomorrow. We are no, not together this is, tomorrow. This, is, this, this sucks. I just want to let y'all know this. <laughs> I'm, it does. I'm looking forward to your show. <laughs> okay. hey, I am looking forward to Let's do this show. really really quickly. I, we got to get out of here here in a second. But what show are you on? I'm, uh, I'm on mix shots. I'm on mix shots at 12:30, and I'm on with the legendary Bill Jones, and I'm on with the 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 young living old legend Rob P. Island. Oh, so Rob and you are both on yeah, mix me and shots. P. on together. Okay, Isaiah, what show are you on? I don't know. I'm looking it up right now. I'm okay. on with I'm on with, <laughs> I'm on with break, Derek. Man. I'm on the, the uh, I'm on, on the, the break. break. Yeah, yeah I'm on break. the break. That's gonna be. Uh, what time is that at? That is at yeah. Be there. Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. I'll be on there with Jesse. Myself and Derek. Oh, that'll be I fun. I think Amber's on there too as well. Okay, and Amber. Yeah. Boom. There you go. So there's there's the two there, and then on Talking Cowboys on this show, it'll be Talking Tigers because it'll be me along with David Hellman and Danny McRae oh, on Talking Cowboys. Well, Ed Orgeron talk. Unfortunately, the whole time. Hey. yeah, it would just be it would just hey. be us talking listen about here. Ed Orgeron listen the here. whole time. Listen here. I need y'all to stir the pot. Could we get him a call in? We could probably get Coach out a call. Stir the doggone pot. You better believe it. Don't y'all let this just seep away. Y'all, no. mar- y'all stir hey, this doggone pot while we're on the show. You feel me? You, you think it's just you know you where the, the game, you know where the allegiance it. lies. Click, clack. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, y'all. It was a lot of fun here on this Victory Monday, but we got to get out of here. Hope you had some fun with us here over the last 45 minutes or so. For Chris Beam in the back, for Heckma Harrison, Isaiah Stanback, I'm Kyle Yeomans. We'll see you next time here on Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!